Good evening and good afternoon. Actually, it's a good morning, actually. Break the fourth wall here. Yeah. Laugh Monkey Music Show. Today we have on Lori S. Lori is from Acid King. And I've been listening to you for many, many, many years. And as we were saying off the air, it took me many years before I caught the connection of the name of the band. <laughs> now, from um, uh, when did you what, come up with the name? Like, was there a certain book you read or was it in the news? Yeah. Like, what was the one thing that hit you for stories? Because it was everywhere. Well, well how I read, I saw that book in a store. I bought uh, for 99 cents. It was called Say You Love Satan. Oh, Say You Love Satan, you too? Yeah, okay. by David St. Clair. Uh, and I. I got the book and I'm just, you know, I read, you know, like so many of us, true crime books. Um, exactly. It was a period for us. Yeah. And so I read this one um, and, it, it, you know, uh, there was a page in there uh, where it said, nobody messes with the Acid King or whatever. And I was like, I'm like, that's going to be my next band name. And this was like in 1990. This was before I even, I did, Acid King didn't exist. I just had it <laughs> in my back pocket for when I had another band. Uh, so when I, uh, this is when I still lived in Chicago too. So when I moved here in 92, I started to get a new band together in 93 and, and I was like, I got the name already. I mean, I got it from the book, uh, for, for whatever reason, that book just like, uh, I don't want to joke about it cause it's obviously not funny when people get murdered. Uh, but at the same time, just like the ridiculous of, of, you know, they were stoner kids, although it was way beyond stoner kids. He was like a oh, man. I mean, they, you know, uh, they so both what, had some problems. I don't understand. I don't even understand people that don't read the book. and get to Wikipedia, what we're talking about. No. I don't understand the fact that after he stole from him and he got beat up from him, that they decided to go out and do drugs with him and his friends out in the woods. Like who does that? You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. a bad decision. It like, was a bad decision. It, does, yeah, it means so, no matter drugs. I don't know. That to me, I was like, all right, I get the beaten up part and you're, you're being bullied, but I'm like, why would you go out in the woods? with Somebody that's known to be violent to you alone. So a bunch of dumb kids from a suburb of New York oh, doing really dumb things. Dumb Way dumber than I did. Yes, I hung yeah. out at like the mid or the what the woods of Illinois, the Azteca woods. There's always a I think that that book in a way um, kind of not like I could relate it to my life since I'm not like doing meth and killing people. But <laughs> I, I was There's still time. Yeah, that's right. There's never it's never too late. Don't put uh, walls up. <laughs> but I did hang out at forest preserves. I, you know, I was, yeah, there was a, re a touchstone for people our age. We were, yeah. And so like everybody in our age group, you know, used to do that, hang out, smoke pot, yeah. do whatever, take acid, do that kind of stuff. Um, and then this kind of story, like obviously ramped went it up. To, yeah, ramped it up a bit there. <laughs> um, and I, so for some reason, uh, yeah, that book, I was just like, Oh my God, these people are killing me. Um, and others. Well, it is. And it's funny. And I'm sure you probably told the story a million times, and I'm sorry if it seems like it's a repeat, but I haven't spoken to you since then. I read it and I caught that years ago. And I'm like, I wonder if half your fans now even get the reference. I mean, maybe because you're Ricky on some of your artwork. Yeah. So they might catch it and go back. I don't even know how fa how, how I, back I anybody think, goes back anymore in fans. Like, No, I, I, think I, don't you're, I think you're right. The band has been around for so long and the beginning of the band was really based on Ricky Castle. A lot of the songs were based on the book. It was all, you know, a lot of, there's a song called 196, which is the page that it says, you know, yeah. Yeah. Save nobody Satan. messes with the acid King or whatever. Yeah. I mean, teen Dusthead was like a direct lift from a Rolling Stone article where they were talking about the teen Dustheads that hung out. Like that was the, a gang of people that hang out, hung out with Ricky Castle. That's what they called them. 
So, uh, you know, all of the stuff was really influenced by that book. But then, you know, as years go on, like how much more can you write? Like, obviously, I'm not that same person I was in 1993. And I can't write about Ricky Castro anymore. Like, I don't know what else to say on that subject matter. It's been written. Uh, and uh, just evolution happened. And I was like, well, I'm, you know, I'm that cl- that chapter's closed, right. uh, you know, for, for songwriting and, and in my life. Um, but it was definitely so in a way, yes, the whole band name and the band started out that way. But evolution just being around for so long, you know, it has changed. So people don't reference that uh, connection. That's OK, because the band now is not that same band that was right. Well, I think it's almost like it, this, you were it was because it was a time period where like it was this the satanic book time, the satanic Jews priest time. It was just a great time period to feel like it was like rebelling, like it really felt like it was bad, you know what I mean, for metal. Mm-hmm. And 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 that's really what more of a benchmark for you. But yeah, I mean you guys have totally grown as a band and totally changed, you know. And there's still the similarities. I mean, you're a stoner doom type of band and that's who you are. Which is why we like you. <laughs> we're not like ripping off all of a sudden. Like, is this, is this a Ghani track we're hearing now? Is, I mean, we're not. There's not no huge changes in the. No, genre. no, no. By any means. But as not- an artist, but as an artist, there is changes in growth in your songwriting. You know, I've yeah, heard it. And the, the lyrical years. content, right? Where the lyrical content was specifically based on that book. Mostly, every song had something to do about that. And then, you know, two couple couple of records later, you're like, all right, well, tapped out in that book. Yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> That's crazy. That is crazy. And then, so you had a, um, your band was pretty much a core group. And over the years, it's kind, of, it's kind of changed around a lot. You have been the acid queen of the acid king. It's really you. It really point. is. It's uh, your yeah. ship. It I is. mean, it may have been a friend thing and your idea, but it's really just... You know, your your heart. Yeah. At this point, the band is me. Um, I don't have a permanent band right now. And I just... Uh, That's very have, common now. Yeah. I mean, you know, for uh, first of all, I've been doing this for almost 30 years, right? Just to go, um, oh, 30 years. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Sorry, people. Old person here. Sorry. Oh, that's the best. This is legendary. This is how you do it, people. Sorry, everybody. You stick with you. You don't. You you stick with what you want. You don't just do an Instagram Uh, thing. You rock. You know how you do it. I I have nothing to hide here. You can you can look. You can if you can count. You can you can subtract the the dates and you can figure that out on your own. But I'm telling it for you. Telling you now. Um. So you know, I mean, just think about being in a band for that long and keeping it going, and like imagine. just like a relationship, marriages and divorces. It's like people mm-hmm. change with all, along the way. They don't want to play anymore. They hate you. Whatever, whatever the reasons are, you know, it's really hard to keep. Um, you know, I like hats off to Fu Manchu, man. I I, <laughs> I just like, yeah, they've gone through a few lineup changes, but the current one's been around for a long time. Right. You know? So if you can do it, you know, you can make a living. You, you That's awesome. But that did, route didn't happen for me. So at this point, um, I'm just going to play with who I want to play with. Um, you don't sound different, though. I'm going to be honest with you. I mean, there's different grooves. You are the voice. You are, it's not like it's like you were the the bass player of the band, you you didn't sing or do anything else, and you had a different singer and a different guitar player and stuff. It would be a different sounding band. But let's be honest: when you are the singer, <laughs> and the guitar player, and the main songwriter, the songwriter, yeah, it's kind of your sound anyhow. 
it, you know? It's true. I don't so, want to. I don't want to like. You don't have to say belittle. that. I can say that. Well, no, I don't no, want. No. I, I don't want to belittle the other players because obviously it takes a band to make it happen, and everybody's Absolutely. played a part in it. So to all of the people that have been in Asa King, you've, well, you've always had good player. musicians, and you've yeah. aligned yourself with good musicians. But the point I'm saying is, you with any good musicians, it would be a challenge for you. Probably you'd have to write something way different than what you're doing now to not sound like. Acid King is what absolutely. I, it is what it is because that's what I write. Right. So you're absolutely right. There, there might be slight differences in how the last drummer played and how this drummer plays or whatever, but uh, the vibe and the tone are all the same. You know. It, uh, yeah, it's interesting so. what you, you say. And I talked to a couple, <laughs> a few bands, and one of the things that's really interesting. First thing, staying in the band, I would just say like when people go like, "Oh, so the original lineup," I'm like, "Are you kidding me? Look at your job you're at now, and how many people have come and left." How many times have you been married? How many times have you dated? How many times? Have you, like nothing stays the same. If you can't even look at that, the band doesn't look the same. You look in the mirror. Who do you think you were when you first started listening to this band? Like, who do you think you are? Like, it's the fact these bands are getting up and still rocking it. That's awesome. You know? Yeah. I mean, you know, at, at a certain point, you know, yeah, you're just after like so many band members, I was just kind of like, fun. you know, um, yeah, could I just shut the band down and say no more Asa King and then start a new band? It's me. Oh, it's your but image. It's just gonna your be brand. Me different names so it just doesn't make any sense you know well, uh, so that's your brand you you've actually made that your brand and you can take that to a market and that's how you get into clubs and play clubs and play festivals <laughs> why yeah, would you so, wound your brand that it, you're the only one waving the flag i mean absolutely. it's insane and I, and the thing i've been learning lately in the past couple of years is there's been a lot more like auxiliary players for a lot of bands not just stoner and, and but rock any kind of bands that do clubs up to festivals they have you know, like a little army of people that rotate in and out to keep the shows going. Well, yeah, because I mean, obviously the pandemic put a, you know, um, uh, kind of almost like that forced those situations to happen because you had people that didn't want to tour because they didn't yeah. want to get COVID. You had people that didn't want to get vaccinated. So yeah. you're in a band and somebody in your band doesn't want to get vaccinated and you want to go on tour. That's how you make a living. Well, you've got to replace them at least temporarily. Like, it almost forced people to kind of do things that they ma- probably wouldn't have done. Right. You know, and it's become uh, acceptable now, I think. Like, I mean, because you can yeah. say like from from like your band and then like, um, like just we had Thelma and Sleaze, they, they have a, um, LG has a full rotating cast. I mean, even from like rock bands like Stephen Piercy, solo band, he has a full rotating cast. Like everybody now really has of all types of genres. And it's acceptable now, which is kind of cool because the garbage of not the original band members is, is kind of going away. Which yeah, should, and I, because I, it's stupid. I, that, yeah, I I agree with you, and I was definitely worried about that. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, it's yeah. not the same drummer. Oh, it's not. You know, um, it's not going to sound like Acid King, and, and it uh, sounds like Acid King. Even even on a crappy, low quality phone YouTube videos, it sounds like Acid King. <laughs> so, and honestly, um, anybody who says it isn't, they need to just keep walking. Cause... Yeah, I mean, good. <laughs> uh, you know, people that try to keep their original lineup together. I mean, that's very old school. And that, you know, back in the day when you had record contracts, they probably, they probably had to. Well, was, yeah, the value know. of the band was intrinsic to the, the image of the members and this and that. And yeah, and just, um, yeah, I think evolution is so I'm, I'm with you. I'm glad that it's more acceptable and not frowned upon, you know. Um, Which I think is important. And that's why I want to take a minute to even talk about this because I think it's important seeing how you've had that and you've still soldiered ahead because it's hard. It's hard to just keep a band going, and, and, and I want to just give you some props because you're slugging it out in different uptimes and downtimes in the music industry, and then you're dealing with like different musicians, and they're in and out, and they've got problems, and you're dealing with like politics. You're like, I just want to play. I'm here because I've been playing for years. 
I don't need the drama. I don't need, I'm not saying any certain member. I'm saying, but even per, people's personal lives change. And they're like, oh, I can't do it because of this. I got this date here. I got this. I got to do. You're like, I just want to play. Yeah. It's really, <clears throat> for me, I mean, I don't know what the future is going to hold, but right now, you know, the people I'm playing with are, you know, more or less hired guns. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not, they're not official. They're, they're, as of now, there is no official, you know, ban- I mean, uh, a full lineup, you know, right. that's going to be forever. So the, the people that I recruited to play, record the, and play this record with me, you know, that that's who I'm playing with now. But, you know, I don't know. I can't really say what's going to happen. You just got to change like on your Facebook page to put, put like open relationship. Yep. For band status, right? <laughs> exactly. It's going to ebb no. and flow. And yeah, I think to be you're, yeah. you're going to see different players. My prediction is you're going to see different players with Acid King until. But because you're the sound, it's kind of awesome because then you can bring in different musicians and it's going to change. And instead of getting stuck in a rut with somebody keeping you down. They just go and you get new blood in, and you can kind of keep the energy up, matching yeah. you. you know, yeah, that's that's, a, that's mean, a good thing. And then it, you know, it helps. Like I know people always want to hear the old songs. Everybody wants to hear the old songs, and I know it's the same old thing when you go see ZZ Top or you go see somebody. You want to hear the hits. You don't want to hear anything they have that's new. I don't want to hear anything new. Just play, you know. I, I actually do. <laughs> I actually love to hear new stuff. I uh, have the CD. I have the record. I've heard it a million times. <laughs> I don't mind going to see a live new band I show an artist I love that's put out new music that's created it and you get to see it live. Because at one point that old music had to be played live first one time. Exactly. So for me also, I want to forge ahead and play new stuff. You know, I just can't. Not that I don't want to play old songs for fans that really want to hear it, but I just can't continually tour and play those songs that I wrote oh so long ago over and over and over again. I don't get, uh, you know, the satisfaction out of it. Um, you know, so what's um things I love about your band is the um it actually it it feels like it's it's like a true thing to like be a real in that, in that genre is having the best artwork. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You, that genre, like if you don't have a good artwork, you really shouldn't be in the genre because you guys have like some of the best artwork, the best <laughs> designs. Really, well, you thank you. Well, it's all about you know. There's so many good artists out there. You know, like um, yeah. Tim Lehigh who did. Uh, the last record that came out and um, Alan four, uh, excuse me. Who, uh, who else have we had? We've had so many. I'd have to like dig back in, but no, I agree. I mean, there's so many awesome artists out there now. Yeah. Um, we're also lucky, you know, to ha- have that, uh, have so many people, you know, doing this. It feels almost, it feels like it keeps almost the feel the seventies because of the artwork, especially when the, the flyers and that, you know, the posters for in town and the different, graphics and stuff a lot of bands are trying to do that nowadays too which is good because it was such a thing it really was it was a good thing for artists a lot of you know well oh, yeah i mean everything's coming back like i was the mad alchemy light shows you know the liquid light shows like but it's amped up to like you know fucking you know thousand now it's like it's <laughs> not just like your you know clock face no. With like a couple of you know drops of liquid color in there it's like you know put you over the top yeah, it's really cool. So yeah, a lot of those things are coming back. And posters. I mean, when we were when Man's Ruin came around, I mean Frank Kozik, I think was definitely, you know, one of the you know pioneers in in you know silk screening or, or print mm-hmm. you know print screening, getting those posters out. He he was the one kind of that brought it back to me, I think. Yeah. And then it kind of just sprung from there. And now there's so many poster artists. It's almost like you have to have a poster for every show. Yeah. 
Yeah, when you go on tour, someone, I always have people say, do you need a poster? Let me make you a poster, you know. That's pretty um, cool. Yeah. That's really cool. But it, and, and then I'm going to tie that back to when, when the show started, one of the things I, I was big about um, originally was nobody's touring. Go to the site. You know, I'll put the site here as, as I always do, but merch, 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 merch. And, and you got some great merch on your page and I've, your web page, and uh, the link will be there. I mean, and you said you're talking earlier, you got some reissues coming out too. That we can, yeah. <clears throat> what we got going on here? Um, well, three, the, the Acid King 3, I'm just going to get a new pressing of vinyl, which I should have next week. Um, I'm talking to um, Heavy Psych Sounds right now about re releasing. The first ten inch um, that hasn't been I don't hasn't been been out for a long a, a long time because that was the first ten inch uh, on Man's Ruin. No, actually, simply for the record industry. Let me correct myself. Um, so we're talking about that. So I think we'll see some some re releases um, and um, a new release, not a re release, but uh, of. Uh, Live at Roadburn, we played Roadburn in 2011, and they just yeah. released that live show. So that just came out, um, and I should be getting the vinyl in, but it's out for sale already. So there, there's a lot of things going. Even though I know the band isn't actively playing, there's a lot of things going on. Well, you yeah. Know? Um, well, it's, 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 it's your thing. You said every 10 years you do a release. You talk about it. right, right now the 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 211 release. <laughs> now I don't have to write yeah. it. I can just like. <laughs> I can just re-release the old stuff. Um, yeah, no. So that that definitely fills a gap. You know what I mean for for for, for fans. Um, yeah, but as a fan, I'm looking forward to you writing something and having something new out there. I mean, that's exciting. I'm really excited about the new release. I have to say, um, it definitely uh, came out to be way more than I ever thought it was going to be. I just, you were saying uh, earlier about the process of it um, for the new release. We didn't. Oh sure yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, when uh, yeah, so I, we were talking before we before we started rolling. Rolling. Uh, um, back when I, I was on tour in 2019, um, Jad from Blues Funeral reached out to me about wanting uh, to see if I might be interested in, in uh, participating in the Post Wax Two series, and he basically said I could do whatever I want, write 35, 40 yeah. minutes of whatever. As long as, you know what I mean, he it didn't have to have any rules. Um, and I know Elder had done the one on the first post-wax series. And I thought, you know, I, I thought, oh, it could be cool, but I was too busy. It takes me forever to write music. I'm not like really that kind of person that, you know what I mean, that's going to dedicate, that's going to just write some random record. Um, and then the <laughs> pandemic hit and I was like, now would be a great time to write a random record because there's nothing to do. Uh, so, uh, back and forth with Jad, I, uh, I just, I was thinking about what I could do and I had an idea of, you know, something that I've been thinking about. That's very, that's acid King like, but maybe a few steps in a different, you know, different direction. It's instead of little increments of steps, it went from here to here. You know what I mean? It's not like it sounds different, but it's like a little different. Um, and then I recruited Jason Landrian from Black Cobra. We talked for for years, kind of like like, oh hey, we got to go out to lunch sometime, and then you never go. You know, it's like, yes. oh, we should like we should write something together sometime, and we never did. I mean, I think we talked about it for twenty years. I, I, I always wonder how many musicians like talk on tour together and are going to write together. Yeah, I mean, how many right. millions, like millions of them? It's got to be like you know what I mean. Like yeah. sand and on the it, beach. 
<laughs> exactly. If it wasn't for the pandemic, I doubt that it would have happened, honestly. Um, so, you know, the cards, just their stars aligned. Um, and so I was like, hey, I got offered this post-wax thing. The guy said I could do whatever I want. I have some ideas. You know, would you be into, you know, collaborating with mm -hmm. me? And he was like, sure, let's do it. So I never even wrote with anybody before. Uh, neither did he. We never wrote together. We had no idea how it was going to work. I just I showed him my ideas and um, he totally it, it was just it was so awesome because at the beginning of the pandemic, we're all court, right. You could only you weren't even allowed to go out of the house. Right. And then at our practice place, you could only have two people there at a time. So we just went him and I twice a week and just started, you know, um, share, you know, I was sharing my ideas and he helped me. And um, he ended up learning GarageBand and synthesizer stuff. And, I, you know, we were you know, dabbling in things that we weren't really familiar with. You know, it was really fun. The whole process, you know, and it took about two years because of the, you know, obviously the pandemic. Well, in, in Acid King songwriting, that's like amazing. It's light years. Right? It's like a light year, right? <laughs> totally. So um, it took us a few years with pandemics and quarantines and he got COVID and they got COVID and blah, blah, blah. Um, at that time, Bill was uh, st still drumming with me and he was writing. He was, he was playing with us. And then the, we were pretty close to being done. You know, we had to, we had to write, you know, 35, 40 minutes. We had to write one more song. We were very close. And then he uh, left the band. Uh, kind of like right, you know, in the three, three fourths of it. So I was like, okay. Uh, at that time, let me back up. We recruited uh, this guy, Bryce Shelton, to help play bass. He mm -hmm. um, is somebody that I've known for a long time. He's you know, been in a lot of local bands here in San Francisco. He played with Hawkwind on a few tours here in the U.S. He plays synthesizer, and I thought Bryce would be perfect for this. He, you know, um, yeah. So I just gave him a shout out. I'm like, hey, would you be interested? And he's like, yeah, totally. Hell yeah. So he came on board. And, and that's how like this lineup kind of came about. It was very organic. So then Bill, then Bill left and they were like, okay, well, we're very close to having this record done. Um, and now we need a drummer to help finish it. So Bryce had this friend, Jason, Jason Willard. He's like, we were thinking about who we could get. Um, and he's, he bumped into Jason at a show and he's like, oh, I'm playing with Asa King and the drummer left. And he's like, I'm totally into it. Let's do it. I mean, it, it just within that two-week time period of Bill leaving, Jason Willer, you know, signed up. He listened to all the songs we had already had made demos of, practiced them all on his own, came into the studio. And this was like September in September. Um, uh, and then in October, he came in, started jamming. Like, we, all, we wrote one more song together. Mm -hmm. He learned all the other songs and we recorded it in January. I mean, it was just like that, just like... And it, it's awesome. It was such a good experience. And having him come into the band, he's like a professional drummer. He's a drum teacher. Um, he plays nice. in Charger. Um, he played in, uh, well, he still officially plays in Jello Biafras, Guantanamo, Medicine yeah. Man. But they're, they haven't played for a while. Um, so, you know, it, it's great. It was the whole experience was ended up to be just such a good thing. Um, and so... All of this I'm trying to say in this very long winded rant is that 
what initially started out to be just a blow off record. Oh, we'll just do whatever we want an instrumental for 45 minutes ended up to be a really good record. You know, so good. I was never I was never calling this the next Acid King record. I was like, oh, this isn't a new Acid King record. This is just a post wax experimental thing. But that is not what it is. It ended up to be like a really like pretty much a new Acid King record. It sounds like one probably one of the so, one of the biggest ones you guys have ever so done. You I'm, never know. So it, the songs came out so well, and and um, it, I, I, yeah, it was just one of those organic process. That I didn't. I nobody knew, and it just ended up to me. You, the people, will decide for yourself. But personally, I love it. That's all that matters, really. And that, <laughs> that's the whole thing. Because guess what? You could do three albums that everyone loves and you hate. You're not going to want to tour it. You're not walking to do it. Then you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Everybody loves what you love to do because you're doing it. It's like people write an album and then like later on the next album they do it like the band wants to help out and it changes the sound or like somebody wants to do something different that's not what the band that's not what people fell in love with i mean you can change a little bit you know what i mean yeah well it's yeah your music if you like it it's kind of what they like because that's what they like about you well that's true yeah it's not like neil young's like we're gonna write a country record we're gonna write a new wave record we're gonna yeah that'd be kind of confusing when he does, when he does that <laughs> Because <laughs> you really split your audience. Some people just can't listen to like I don't know, like Nick Weld or whatever, like when really his heavy stuff, and then go like to like Harvest, you know, or like something you know, Moon. Because you just can't. Some people just can't do that, you know. Yeah. Oh. Um. This is this is awesome. I'm excited. So when's this gonna come? Do you? Um. Well, there's uh there's um this post wax. Uh, it's a subscription based um release. So basically, there's a box set that I believe has nine bands. And you get if you it's, if you do the whole series, if you pay, it's like I think it's three ninety nine. You'll have to check on the post wax. That's three hundred ninety nine, not three dollars and ninety nine cents. Yeah, three hundred ninety nine. <laughs> but you get nine records. You get an extra song, so um, that nobody else is going to get. And then um, there's two out already. The artwork's really cool. You open it up. There's like dioramas, you know, in, in the records. I mean, they put a lot of art really cool art and thought into these releases you know yeah. colored vinyl diorama you know like the whole thing it's a package and then this i believe our they a record comes out i think every month so there's the mammoth volume and i think jo josiah already came out ours is slated to come out i think uh, november i believe for the post wax series if you buy the box set you will get it if you don't then the general public release will be coming out in january of 2023 minus one song one track yeah you're gonna miss the uh the holiday season stoner doom album christmas buying rush <laughs> <laughs> i purposely did that did you yeah yeah i didn't want it to come out at that time yeah and well i, I, I joke because I that's the time because you know in the world of records especially yeah. nowadays the world's not just the the christian christmas thing either but Back at our age group, you know, in the 80s and 90s and 70s, it was like, it's Christmas, the album's come out, you're going to have the single by Thanksgiving, the yeah. album's going to be hitting, you know, here, and it's going to be designed for Christmas. We don't care who you are, it's Christmas, you know? <laughs> and we're like, the whole world goes on like 365 days, and there's other people out there that do other things besides that one holiday. So, you know, it's just... I took, I took a pass on that old school mentality. It's, it's just a joke, because it was. I always yeah. thought it was ridiculous, because I'm like, are you kidding me? These bands have this album sitting around for like three or four more months that they're touring on, and they can't do this stupid thing because you got to wait to release it. Ridiculous, you know. Yeah. 
But so they can buy it in January. It's going to be awesome. It's not that far away. Coming nope. up. No. So hopefully this will inspire you to every five or six years to do a new album. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully it will. <laughs> hopefully it will, for sure. Especially so, if I'm going to be playing with different people, you know. Um, but Potential touring for that album maybe in 2023? Yeah. Well, we just did a music video yesterday, actually. Who are night. you? I know. Two years for an album of music video? I've never did a music video ever. A friend of mine, uh, that a coworker of mine, did a music video of all stock footage um, a long time ago. Um, you know, I didn't have any money to, to, to make one because I'm, I'm, you know, I'm very punk rock. Right. I do everything myself. I don't have a record label. I just, I do, you know, I do, I, I just, that's just the way I yeah. roll. Um, so I never really had a, 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 a music video ever. And I, and actually Jason Landrian was like, we got to do a music video. And I was like, uh, you know, and a friend of his is a director and has, you know, done some videos for um, Lars Fredrickson from yep. Branson and a solo project and stuff. And he really wanted to do it. They were like, let's do a video, video, video. I'm like, all right, all right. Uh, I'm not a big music video fan. I hate, I'm, I'm not an actress. I'm not, you know, I'm not going to climb up rocks or walk around a cemetery. Like I'm, I, you know, I can't do that shit. I'm like, I can play, I'll play. And then you make something cool out of it. Uh, but it's going to be really <laughs> cool. I'm excited about it. And, uh, we shot it last night. And so it'll be our, you know, Ask the King's first professional music video. Awesome. Um, is that going to come out around the time of the before I, the album or after? I think or? it will probably come out before, you know, just to get people kind of like excited about the new release. So um, maybe in September, mm -hmm. you know, uh, and then the new. So then as far as touring goes, we already have a tentative show on uh, in San Francisco at the end of January on Hold the Play. And there will be some touring, you know, as far as what, you know, it'll be very strategic. I'm, you know, hope, like to go back to Europe and probably, set, you know. Well, it's a new world. You've there are when it, when it, and people are like, oh, why don't you play here? Well, first of all, there's costs and 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 there's visas and there's viruses and then England has yeah let loose Brexit. Well, we in America have let loose our own political nightmare against each other. Like yeah. so, they have their own version of of um, craziness, and and when all of us as the people just want to go out and have fun. There's, these are the roadblocks that an artist like well, you Well, yeah, I mean, has, look at the gas prices, you know? look at airfare. So we used to fly out to shows, like, oh, I'll fly out to Chicago. Um, now that, yeah. it, you know, it costs 680 bucks to go to Chicago, you know, to visit my mom. You know, it's like, okay, time's up by four. You can, if you can get your, yeah. you know. And your guarantee is going to be, yeah, how are you going to get your guarantee? I mean, it's just talking to somebody who's a guarantee of like, what, and 500 what, a night. And then you have to drive to two, two towns over. With gas in a van, there goes your yeah. guarantee. There's like yeah, half your I'm, gas. Like I mean, you can do the math very quickly to see that it's just not. It's just really hard to make things work these days, um, yeah. unless you have a pretty big guarantee. So and you know, your fans got to buy your merch. Buy the merch, well, everybody. Buy merch. Buy merch. <laughs> you don't have to say. It, I'll say it. Buy merch. Support Asa King. <laughs> I, say I, you I, love I, Satan. Buy merch. That's right. <laughs> say you love Satan. That's right. That's your uh, your neck, your face mask you should have made. <laughs> that would have been popular in the stores. <laughs> what the? Somebody must have made that already. I'm sure everything's been made. But but on a serious note, there are challenges. So like when you do it, it's a lot of work. And people hopefully will come out and catch you because it's not just a lark or it's a Friday night and you're just 
going down to a club. It's it's work yeah. and it's cost yeah. and it's expensive and it's a financial risk. It, it is. I mean, especially now, you know, I've had yeah. so many friends. Sorry, my cat is deciding to play with my computer and it's rocking. That is the over. Zoom world. The fact your cat hasn't shown up is almost a disappointment. Yeah. Because well, the cat cats is, and the cat is cat is underneath. Cat is right here. There we go. So, yeah. <laughs> What's her name? All right, there, name. He, Woody. He, Woody. He is, his name is Woody. Yeah. I keep all my pets out of here when I'm doing this because it's just distracting. My first time I did it, my dog's walking around. I'm like, Ben, do you mind? <laughs> you know, <laughs> walk back out. Uh, so yeah. Um, but we're uh, oh, but the, oh, yeah, the challenge of touring for you is just yeah. it's hard oh, and it's expensive. Saying, yeah, and it's... yeah. You know, so many bands um, like High Tone, Son of a Bitch, and Weed Eater went out. Uh, I think halfway through their tour, they all got COVID and they had to all go home. That's so, thing. you know, it's like, all right, you, you rent your van, you have all these shows, you, you know, print all this merchandise. And now you've like, right. I just, it didn't feel like, well, there wasn't any reason for me to do it anyways, but uh, hopefully in 2023, I mean, who knows? Hopefully know, we but down I it's hope, to yeah, the I next level. Right. Uh, and it won't, you so. know, you know, I beat up people about that. Though. I'm sorry. I mean, step over. It's so important enough for people to realize, and they want your fans to see and other people to check you out. It's even in the greatest situations a couple of years ago, before we had the pandemic and the gas and issue. As we get older, it's still hard to just get up and perform and be in a van and then go out and perform at your best. I can't get up out of bed and perform at my best <laughs> day job. Right? <laughs> so, like, to expect an artist to like, you know, hit the bus and this and travel and all that—that's a lot. And then yeah. they perform at their best. And then they have to deal with all this and the expenses and, and, and all this. And, the, you know, it's, it's a lot. And, and I always say the, the artists don't complain about it. But I still hear the fans going, oh, it's this much for a drink. Oh, the shirts are this much. It's like um, that's keeping this thing going. And so if you want this to all just go away and you want to complain about it, then it's fine. But this is what keeps the machine going. Absolutely. It's, it's, go to the yeah. live shows. It's, it's buying the merch. Buying the merch from the band. And if you can buy it on the sites, it's better. I hate to say it, the clubs are, are kind of like the mob where they take a hit a lot of the bands. Oh, with merch. some of the bigger clubs, yeah, I remember. They will take like, like a 30% hit or something big, and I've heard that, and I never knew that as a fan. Oh, Troubadour does that. There's some that bigger clubs sense. where they yeah. charge you a percentage of your, like, not your music, but your, you know, soft right. goods, they call it. It's like, why do you get a percentage of my merchandise? I never it's like, am I getting a percentage of your alcohol for the night? Am yeah, I getting because all I my never, fans like to drink? Am I getting a percentage? No. It's like, oh, you're using a space of their area to like. Right. I, I never understood that. I, I never will. It's very um, unfan friendly, and considering that clubs exist because of bands, there will be a certain point. If there's some music in a club, there won't be many clubs. You know I mean they they it's it's very much a relationship. Yeah. Well, we would just lie. We'd like so. Uh, here's my list. I sold right. two. Yeah, Which I'm sure a lot of people do and they do in the parking lot. But I'm saying if people can even help out, just go – like the website, you just go right to the website and cut everybody out and just deal with the band. You know? Yeah. And also deal with there's Lori a lot directly of – and that's it. Thank you. There's also a lot of bootleg – a lot of bootlegs out there now. So just uh, buy from the band site. Don't buy from these like red bubble, uh, you know – websites because they're not it's not me it's just some random person that ripped off my design that's yeah. like screening only it. people the only place to buy it is at the shows if you can't buy the website because then you're helping out <laughs> or <laughs> go to the website don't well, go anywhere not else not every do... not everyone not every you know no but mostly every... though if it, it helps out if it's they can do it directly to you it's you know make it easier for everybody to understand you know what i mean keep it good keep it clear buy their stuff and support you 
you know, when you come around. Yeah. I've, I've, I haven't, I've yet to see you, I'm going to be honest, when I'm moving around in my life, and I've never been in a spot where I've been financially able to see you. So hopefully, at some point, <laughs> I'll, yeah, I'll see you. Yeah, who knows? I'll, who I'll knows? You. Like, but, yeah. Um, but thank goodness there's live music always, and you know, we, I'm glad we had time to talk at least today. And maybe when your album comes out, you'll come back, and I can check it out. We can kind of tear it apart and kind of geek out over the tracks if you wouldn't mind. I'd Sounds like that. good. <laughs> I want to thank you for being on the show. It's been great. Thank you for having me. Thank you.